Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Am I the baddest smoke folk down around this town? You have found it. This is You Have Offended This Podcast. We are the biggest, the baddest, and the best martial arts movie podcast kicking around these parts of the internet. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is a man who once forged himself a set of metal arms but used them for an entirely different purpose than this movie, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I broke my wiener. Um, yeah, I'm good. This is a fun, this is a fun uh, movie. It's got some cool stuff it's got some music that's cool it's not really one of my favorites but i had a i had a good time watching it it's a it's a fun little flick that's got a lot of good things going for it but i don't think there was anything that was just like man that's the best i've seen in this particular genre etc you know what i'm saying i totally I, i feel the same way and i think i was trying to put my my finger on why it didn't kind of blow my skirt up the way some of the other movies did and I, I think, and I don't know, but I think it's because Riza, the director and the star of the movie, is, I mean, if you know anything about Wu-Tang Clan, he's a massive fan of old school kung fu movies. Yeah. Like, massive fan. Like, huge, huge, huge. And, and he used, obviously, a ton of references and callbacks in this movie to those ones. And those old school movies are movies that I think you and I have a bit of trepidation towards only because of the wire work and the the choreography that pat 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 kind of choreography Mm. and this is exactly like that except you kind of throw in this kind of weird steampunk kind of element to it too yeah there's a little bit of a little bit of steampunk a little bit of uh you know in addition to the wire work you've got the like some cgi work and stuff like that i i mean Again, I don't want to come across that I think there's anything bad about it. No, I like, I did enjoy not. it. Not like it's like I have to say like I'm really impressed because you know Riza wrote, directed, and starred in it. So I think that I like the technical accomplishments of this film, and I like how this film, you know, the story of this film being put together and the way that it's put together. I think I like it better than the film itself. Yeah. I like the idea of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, the making of Apocalypse Now is better than Apocalypse Now. How dare you, sir? But yes, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'm just I'm just saying and and again, there's 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 nothing wrong with it. There's some stuff in here that I think is really cool that I was like, "Fuck, I I really liked that." But just overall, I didn't walk away thinking like, "Man, that was one of the best. That was one of the best martial arts movies I've ever seen." Yeah. But I was, I was again more impressed with the technical accomplishments, I think, than the story moved me. Yeah, yeah, no, I think the same way. And th- I mean, again, this is another one of those movies where I was kind of checking the time partway through because I wasn't really fully in, kind of wrapped up in it. But I love everybody in it. Like Riz is cool. Yeah. Fucking Lucy Liu's awesome. Uh, yeah, Russell, Russell Crowe's Crow. great. Kung Lee does a good Batista. job. Batista, Batista, yeah. Rick Yoon is awesome. Byron Mann's fucking great as Silver Fox. Like, there's yeah. some really good stuff and good people in here. Uh, you can kind of tell, I think, 
where Rizzo worked with Eli Roth on the story because you can see the the kind of gore that Roth brings to it. Like, yeah, there's so, yeah. So there, yeah, you can definitely tell it's that gore that's not disturbing, but it's it's comical gore. Yes, yeah. It, there, there's a comical element to the gore for the most part, but uh, early in this film. I, I will say, again, like, the technical aspects of the film, like, I thought were great. There's a beheading that looks legit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, is. uh, they fucking killed a guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, Riz, Riz Riz killed, killed a guy. <laughs> like, you might so want anyway, to know. Again, I, I, I don't want to come across that, that I disliked it, because I did not dislike it. It's just, hey, that was that was pretty good. Hey, man, that was pretty good. That was a good time, and I had fun watching it. Yeah, man. All right, let's roll. Uh, always thank our patrons. Uh, you guys keep the lights on over here, and we love you for it. If you would like to become a patron, please go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Sign up for whatever level works for you there and help us out. That would be dope. Uh, if you don't want to do that and kind of have that recurring bill, go to offendedpodcast.com. We'd love you to, to show up there and buy a piece of merch or something. That would be cool, too. Uh, you can always follow us on social media, on Twitter, and on TikTok. We are at YHOTP. You can follow us there on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just look for You Have Offended This Podcast. And uh, we'll try and keep you updated there on movies that are coming up and all that kind of jazz. You can interact with us and let us know what you dig and what you don't. All right, man. So let's get into this. This uh, movie here starts off kind of with Riza as the blacksmith, the central character, Thaddeus, uh, making some weapons and kind of going through his little origin story. And then it's kind of intercut with that giant first fight scene with Kung Lee beating the living shit out of those, uh, yeah. the wolf clan or whatever. It's the wolf clan, right? Yeah. Yeah. The wolf clan and the lions. Like I actually really liked that. I, I liked the costumes that were put together. I love the way they looked. I like gold lion. I fucking loved gold lion's hair. Gold lion's and hair typically was, dope. In, it was cool. Yeah. Typically in films, like I'm always like, ah, the fucking hair looked bad. The mustache looked bad. But this, like, I actually thought I was like, fuck, man. If I was gonna like come up with a fucking nickname for this cat, gold lion is the perfect. <laughs> like, like they nailed it. Like they absolutely nailed it. I thought it was awesome, and I love the fucking wolf. Like the wolf skins and the wolf heads and stuff like that. I thought it was really, really good for a for a, a film that didn't have a huge, huge budget. I think it was like fifteen, and they made twenty, something like that. Yeah, yeah. They did a lot with that. Yeah, they did a lot with that. I think I think they made it for fifteen, and and worldwide it brought in twenty million. Yeah. So they, they made a a very tiny profit, but enough to do uh, a part two. Really though. good use of the money. Yeah, they did a part two a couple years later. So. It, it made enough and there was enough interest to actually swing back around through again and, and take another swing at it. So we'll have to hit part two at some point. But uh, yeah, man, I like the weapons that they used. They had those cool, like, open mouth metal mm. wolf mouths that, like, tore the heart out of one dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. There was some cool shit there, man. And initially we get uh, the betrayal of Gold Lion, where he gets poison darted in the neck. And the, the the effect is cool where they shoot them in the neck and they you yeah. can see the poison kind of going out and spreading. I thought that was really cool too. Like the poison dart goes in and you actually see the poison traveling through the body. Like I thought that was uh, I thought it was awesome. And it's up probably done in post. It was probably like a compositing type uh, effect, but yeah, it, it sold really well. They used it a couple of times in they the do, film. Yeah, and it they, looks great when they kill the uh, the Gemini twins later. You get a good look at that mm. too. But uh, so Gold Lion is the father of this other dude named uh, X-Blade. 
Zen Yi, his name is, but they call him X-Blade. Played by Rick Yoon. There's, you know, there's two, yeah. there's two future Bond villains in this. Rick Yoon was in uh, Die Another Day, and then Batista mm. from Spectre. So both. Oh of them, yeah, yeah. Right. They both get to play uh, well, good guy, bad guy here because they're kind of against each other. But, but uh, Golden Lion is the father of Zen Yi or X Blade here, and he gets word that his father was assassinated. Now he has to go off and avenge his father against the wishes of his uh, fiance. Right. That's his, the girl he's going to marry. That they're getting. Yeah, Chi Chi. Like Chi Chi. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. She's great. Yeah. And then Silver Lion, played by Byron Mann, like we said, takes over the mantle of the of the Lion Group, holds up the championship belt there in front of, in front yeah. of everybody. Byron yeah. Mann's fucking awesome in this movie. He just eating scenery, yeah. man. He's fucking awesome. I love that dude. He was in. Uh, he's been in Street Fighter with Van Damme. We're gonna see him again because he was in uh, Absolution with Seagal. He was in A Dangerous Man with Seagal. Some yeah. of the, the dog shit Seagal ones we're gonna hit later, where I'm sure he's the bright point. He's fucking awesome oh, in this. Yes. I love him. Yeah, so essentially it was Golden Lion that was supposed to transport this massive amount of gold yes. uh, for the governor. And that's what got him killed by Silver Lion and Bronze Lion. Betrayed and, by his uh, own men! Betrayed! Betrayed! Um, <laughs> and actually, like, again, I, I think the pacing of the film is pretty good. But there's a point, there's a point where it kind of drifts. And I think that maybe... Because later we're going to be introduced to Russell Crowe's character. Yes. Jack Knife. <laughs> yeah, Jack Knife. I don't... I, I think it's a pacing thing because I'm not saying like, hey, take Russell Crowe out. But there's there's kind of pockets of the film where I'm like really getting invested. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're off with Russell Crowe for a little while. Yeah. It seems like there's a couple of movies playing here that, that more intersect. Which I think, I think might be part of the the problems that i had that you know that i didn't quite that i didn't quite dig but i like how the wolf clan goes and they're like uh yeah make these wolf claw weapons for us blacksmith (laughs) uh, yeah rizza starts making these cool weapons which i was kind of digging and then we get you know russell crowe shows up and then we kind of go on his uh his story arc and there's I don't know. Like, I like the character that he played. He's kind of a dick. He goes into the Pink Blossom, which is the the local Hua house. Hure. I think we just kind of stay there a little too long. Yeah, and I, 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 I find myself in a bit of a pickle here because I don't want to come across as though I, I'm like, oh my god, I want to see all these naked women. But I don't want to see gratuitous naked women. If it, if it fits the story. Yeah then you kind of have to have it for realism, right? Like, So, yeah, there's the moment in, that, you know, you would call gratuitous when Russell Crowe's muff diving underwater <laughs> and comes out and he's got fucking anal beads coming out of his fucking mouth and you're like, all right, that's... That's a little much. All right. All right. That's, Didn't that's have a to, bit much. Didn't have to do that a little bit. <laughs> Don't know if I... The, yeah, that's kind of where it kind of... Agree with that. But, yeah, and I mean, you know... It's it's okay, but like I said, I, I found that kind of a little distracting. Like, oh, Russell Crowe's going to have crazy, kinky Kama Sutra sex for like 15 minutes. You know, and you're like... Yeah. <laughs> but like, you're in a whorehouse. There's women literally having sex on camera and on stage and bathing, and you never see a boob. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, they're literally wrapped up or wearing tops the whole time. And I was like, okay, like, okay, cool. 
are you are you going for a for a PG rating? Like that's fine, but then you also got dudes next being torn apart and heads flying off. Like yeah, pick a thing. Do you know plugs, what I mean? Butt plugs in the mouth. Butt plugs in the <laughs> mouth and whatnot. Like if you're gonna show yeah, that, like yeah. maybe show a titty because they yeah. are in a whorehouse. Like it's 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 not like you're doing yeah. it gratuitously. Like yeah. at the end of that cigar flick, like I don't know. I I feel like a perv saying that, but I'm like, you know what? Do you remember in in Sin City when I think it was yeah. was Jessica Alba the one stripping? Is that right? Nancy. Well, she wasn't. She was. But it was, she was it Jessica was Alba like a was go go dance. But it was yeah. Jessica Alba on stage. But she was like yeah. wearing chaps and a, and a fucking t-shirt. Like, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and she was spinning like a cowboy rope and shit. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that. where yeah. that would have fit. Whereas, like, somebody like a really, really great actress like Marissa Tomei, you get her in a movie like The Wrestler, and she plays a stripper, and she's naked in it because that's what mm. the fucking character is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, if it fits the character, do it. I, it just didn't. It didn't work for me here because there was these two weird levels of everybody's clothed all the time. But here's this guy's intestines that Russell Crowe fucking guts that fat dude yeah. in the restaurant. Like, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, fat hippo is a fucking piece of shit. Fuck him. Uh, d- dump him out back. Fuck him. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I mean? <laughs> fat hippo, he kind of reminded me of King Hippo from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out on the to- original Nintendo. Yeah. hundred. I was trying I was to put like, my finger on that fucking dude, and I was like, who is that guy? Yeah. King Hippo. Fuck yeah. They call me Crazy Hippo, and I was like, I think that's King Hippo. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, Russell Crowe's like, uh, hey, this is kind of where I kind of found it weird tonally because, you know, they're all in a whorehouse and Russell Crowe is in the whorehouse to get some age. Oh, is he? And yeah, yeah. King Hippo is there and he's just like, I'm taking this woman, King Hippo, so she doesn't have to fuck your fat, ugly ass. <laughs> and then King Hippo kind of stands up and is like, I, I keep going with King Hippo. Crazy Hippo stands up and he's just like, hey, you're a piece of shit, Russell Crowe. And then Russell Crowe uh, viscerates him. Yeah, like literally guts the dude with his big fancy gun knife. Yeah, and Lucy Liu, like I, she's kind of like smiles, like oh, oh she's like, and it's like, delightful. no, she's the business owner. She'd be just like, hey, the guy hey. fucking hadn't paid yet, like, and now I got to steam clean my carpet to get his fucking yeah, pissing shit out of the carpet, dude. And yeah, blood. I mean, like, yeah, if I was a customer, like you know, two tables over, I'd be like, uh, excuse me, this shit is giving me a hard off. Like, could you, <laughs> could you please? I now uh, have an any cock. Yeah, like committing murder. Like I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to have some drinks and, and and hang with the ladies. I haven't seen a boob, but I have seen a fat guy get chopped in two with an electrical fucking jackknife. And again, that big knife that he pulls out is a knife that looks like it was designed by somebody who wanted the knife to look scary, but had no idea about knives. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's got two points. Like it wouldn't work. Well, like, you know, and, what I mean? it, and then it, later when he does the little pull the trigger, spin the blade thing, I'm like, well, that would fucking break. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. Maybe I'm being picky, yeah. but it looks, it looks good. It looks kind of cool. Remember we were watching that fucking uh, knife training, knife uh, self-defense video. Oh yeah. And that, that, that one asshole just put a razor blade on the back of his driver's license oh, fuck and yeah. fucking slice and slash the cop. You're just like, geez, like that. A razor blade taped to the back of a driver's license, so like two millimeters of the blade are out there. Uh-huh. Like that scares me more than that Russell Crowe knife. Oh, like oh by a lot, like way yeah. more, because you never see that until your fucking neck blood is spilling out over your stomach. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you 
fuck's that? Wait, was that a driver? Did I just... <laughs> how did that driver's <laughs> license cut me? Laying there dying. He must have had a razor blade taped to the back or something. Spurt, spurt, <laughs> arterial spurt. <laughs> fuck, man. Oh, well, this is my spot uh, then. Fuck. Dude, this is it. Fuck. That kid with the razor blade driver's license got me. <laughs> So yeah, Russell Crowe guts Crazy Hippo, makes his big announcement, I'm here to fuck ladies and sleep in, and that's it, so leave yeah. me the fuck alone, everybody. Thank you very much. Good night. Well, well. to be fair, everybody was leaving him the fuck alone. True. And True. It, was only, it was only after he sliced a man in two uh, <laughs> that everyone stopped what they were doing and paid attention to him. <laughs> Stop looking at me! Uh, stop murdering! Why don't you, you not fucking eviscerate customers, you fat? Yeah, fuck. you crazy fucking Aussie bastard! <laughs> you know he was only on set for ten days of this. Honestly, that might like when I talked about the pacing problems. Like, like you you don't. It's like that last season of Arrested Development, where like the entire cast is not on screen at the same time. Right, like they They're shoot all broken up. Oh, here's Buster's episode, and here's Michael's episode, and here's Jessica Walters' episode. Like I think that might be part of the problem. And you know, you saying that he was only on set for ten days kind of makes sense because I I feel a little bit lost as to at some points like who is the protagonist of this film? Yeah. And what's their journey? Because I do kind of feel that we lose, we're introduced to RZA, and then we got Gold Lion, then we got Russell Crowe, Lucy Liu, and then, of course, we've got, you know, Gold Lion's son, uh, Weapon X. Yeah. (laughs) X-Blade, Weapon X, X X-Star. Yeah. Yeah, apparently Russell Crowe appeared in this movie in exchange for RZA giving rap lessons to a fucking rugby team that Crowe co-owns. I don't know if that's true or not. That's the story Word Round the Campfire says. And by Word Round the Campfire, I mean IMDb trivia. So, yeah, I don't know how reliable that shit is. That's crazy. Yeah. So he was in and out pretty quick. But yeah, he he goes up. We get a little quick shot of of, uh, Thaddeus, of uh, Rizza there and his girl. He shows up to the horse. Apparently he has no problem with his girlfriend being a a high class hoe. He's cool cool with that. And then we get... uh, x-blade here showing up to the the rat clan in his badass spiky suit and he just he just slices them this is fucking this was pretty good man this was pretty good i i actually will say like i like this there's a dude and he ate a bunch of crab apples so he's gonna go rock a nasty shit (laughs) so he's he's fucking riding the x-1000 outside like you know cramping there's nothing look man there's nothing worse than shit cramps like, that's true literally like, that is true do you remember pat smith pat smith and ufc three oh yeah uh, had shit cramps had to tap out like yep. he was he and won he was his tough. first match but he's, he's like tough as shit and he was tough and he was just like oh i got shit cramps brian killing i'm out and brian killing me it's like brian killing me like well that's what happens when you have shit cramps yep um thank you for coming but okay. yeah he he fights these rat clan people and he's running out in the bushes and then a bunch of them jump out of the leaves like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Kevin oh, yeah. Costner film. And he dispatches them and there's a dude and he has a toe blade and he just kicks his heels together and the big fucking blade comes out and he kicks that guy through the neck oh, with yeah. his foot long blade. And then he holds it in there and then when he pulls his foot out the blood gushes out each side of his neck. I was like, that was real. Like that was done really, really well. Like that the was, fighting is good. I, yeah. I thought that was well. And then the ending was fantastic. 
And that concludes part one of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part two, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for three, four, and the exciting conclusion, part five. If you would like to get the full podcasts again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron. For as low as $5 a month, you can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punching and some violence. So we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening, and you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.